It was the job of Jester that Jacques desired in Shakespeare's play called No Fear. Duke Sr. made the statement about the fact that unhappiness isn't unique to humanity. He said, Thou seest we are not all alone unhappy. This wide and universal theater presents more woeful pageants than the scene wherein we play in. It was Jacques' response to the following, that statement, the following poem is his response that has worked its way into our human vernacular hundreds of years later. He said this, all the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. They had their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts. He goes through to describe the different acts that men and women play in seasons of time that they're in, the first act, an infant whimpering in his nurse's arms, then the whining schoolboy with a book bag and a bright young face. Then he becomes the lover, huffing and puffing like a furnace, and he writes sad poems about his girlfriend's eyebrows. Did I say that there's a wedding this Friday night? In the fourth act, he's the soldier, eager to defend his honor and quick to fight on the battlefield. He, he puts himself right in front of the cannon's mouth, risking his life to seek fame. In the fifth act, he's the judge with a nice fat belly. He's full of wise sayings and up-to-the-minute anecdotes to minister to his times. In the sixth act, he's a skinny old man in slippers, glasses on his nose, the socks that he wore in his youth now hang loosely on his skinny legs, and his bellowing voice has become a childish squeak. In the last scene, the end of this strange and eventful history, our hero, full of forgetfulness, enters his second childhood without teeth, without eyes, without taste, without everything. Oh, while Willie Shakespeare's keen observance of humanity is captured, and we know it all, too well today because our world is full of performers. We've never had more entertainers and we've never consumed more entertainment. We have movies, TV shows, books, video games, sporting events, concerts, food festivals, shopping festivities, travel, road trips, amusement parks, pet shows, extreme sports, recreational activities, just to name a few. Except now, in this worldwide stage, no audition is required. I might even say no ability is either. The social media platforms of today swing the doors of the universal theater wide open. And as long as you have a camera and data, you're good to go. All the world truly is your stage. It's just a performance. A performance where people put their best act forward for the approval of the masses with Starry-eyed ideas, they present the best of their flawed potential. The best they've got in HD on worldwide display. And at best, the crowd's approval is temporary, but often the criticism quickly proclaims the inability for someone to be or to become what they want to be. Or even what they would wish to be. Just think about it for a moment. Just for that one profile pic, we prep and plan and pose and even with all that, we end up looking for the filter that will adjust and add and color and clarify and block the blemishes and brighten the blues and a little tan here and a little rosy there. And I don't even know how to use a filter. But I'm just saying that if some of us only had your one profile pic to pick you up at the airport departure lane, you'd never get a drive home.
And you'd think that with all of the entertainment at our fingertips, we'd be happier. Entertainment, the act of providing or being provided with amusement or enjoyment is the intention. However, instead of happier, we have never been closer to crisis than we've ever been. And according to Stats Canada, this year they released these facts. One in five Canadians have screened positive for symptoms of depression, anxiety, or post-traumatic stress disorder. And there is no criticism in that statement. It's just a commentary of our times. Their findings released in the last six months from their surveys indicate that one in five, 21% of Canadian adults aged 18 or older screened positive for at least one of three mental disorders that they were assessed for. Major depression disorder, generalized anxiety disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder. And then if you look south of our border, according to the CDC, Brother Mel Calhoun sent this without even him knowing what I was talking about this morning, sent that to a study group, sent this to the study group today. He said, according to the CDC, in the top 15 causes of death among adolescents, somebody say adolescent, in the USA, suicide was number two. Adolescents, the canaries in the mine shaft of humanity today are sending a clear message. Our world needs something more than entertainment. Our world needs something more than just a performance. Our world is looking and longing for what we feel moving in the room here today. I, I just want someone to know in the middle of the mess there is a message. In the middle of this crisis there is a Christ that's on the throne and in control in the middle of what's happening around us. There still is a God on the throne this morning. Oh, I wish you'd just praise him for a moment. Come on, the danger is that this platform and this pulpit can become a performance, but I desire that it's everything and anything but. We need an apostolic move of the Holy Ghost to move in this room and beyond this morning. We, we search the world wide web hoping to just happen upon the next hit of happiness, but it leaves us with just another performance. The emptiness of entertainment can never fill the hole in a spirit. We watch as people get promoted in popular world. Stars get pushed up the ladder of fame, only to be, only to be crushed under the curse of their own popularity. There isn't anything more fake than reality TV. Because people can't maintain or manage the image that they present. Romans said it like this. Chapter 7, verse 18. Paul said, for I know that in me, that is, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. For the will is present with me. But look, listen. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. We are never intended to perform. The real reality is this. We were never meant to perform. Someone say it with me, never meant to perform. We were only created to promote. Isaiah chapter 42 and verse 8, God said, I am the Lord, that is my name. And my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. 
God has this idea that the glory from humanity is, is reserved only for him. I'll agree with you this morning. Everybody has a gifting. Everyone has a gift. And whatever that gift is, it should be used not to bring glory to self, but to bring glory to God. We have got to take an assessment of our lives and calculate and figure out what are we doing what we're doing for. Why do we do what we do? It's so tragic to see some people live and give their entire lives for the emptiness of entertainment. You weren't created to be an amusement. You were created to be anointed. That is God's intention for your life. Good old Shakespeare only had it half right. All the world is a stage. But the people are not the players. The people are supposed to be the promoters. There is only one performance. And there is only one performer. It's just a performance. But if you let me roll back the calendar this morning. Genesis 1 and 1 starts it all off. And it says in the beginning. God created the heaven and the earth. And God laid the platform for the performance out. And stepped out on the stage of time. And began his wonderful work for humanity I come to tell you today it's just a performance but it's God's performance this morning when he stepped on the stage of time he spoke the world that we're in into existence and creation from that point forward was to do one single thing it was to declare the glory and the omnipotence and the omniscience and the power and the, just the entirety of God. Humanity. Psalm 139 verse 14. I will praise thee. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. And that my soul knoweth right well. We were created to praise God. Have I got a praiser anywhere in the room this morning? Someone that would say, I echo what you're, what you're saying, Pastor Jack. I've come to praise him for a moment. I come, you see, I will. Someone just kind of align yourself with the psalmist this morning and say, I will praise thee. I'm fearfully and I'm wonderfully made. But that fearful, wonderful part of me is reserved for one thing, to give glory to God, to worship him in spirit and in truth. I've got to get my spirit engaged and I'm going to get his word engaged. I'm going to let it become a part of my morning. I'm going to let it become a part of my afternoon. I'm going to let it become a part of my evening when the sun rises until it goes down. I have come to praise the Lord. It's his performance that I'm praising today. It's just a performance. It's just a performance. You know, that, that word just, you know, you, you say it to the children when they fall and Scratch their knee or their elbow and say, oh, it's just, no, it's just a scratch. Don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. So we, it's just something to, that minimizes the, the effect of what's happening. It's just, or else it's, it's a matter of fact. It's just the way it is. When they got to be teenagers, 11 o'clock curfew, that's just the way it is. Dad's house, dad's rules. That's just the way it is. Church on Sunday, see you at 11, 10. Sorry. <laughs> Old habits die hard. See you at 11. 
that's just the way it is. Look at your neighbors and say, that's just the way it is. That's just something. It's, it's a statement of it's just the, it's just the way it is. And, and, and if I would like to, to frame the, because some people say, well, it's just a performance. Well, it's just, it's just a small thing. It's a minimize. We minimize it. But, but can I talk to us this morning about the fact that God is on display today and it's just the way it is. It's just a performance. It's just a performance of his grace. It's just a performance of his power. It's just a performance of his anointing. It's just a performance of what God is able. That's just the way it is because we, this isn't our stage. This isn't our building. This isn't our neighborhood. And I'll remind us all, this is in our world. That's just the way it is. It's his platform. It's his building. It's his community. It's his world. We get to be a part of it. It's just his performance. He's performing what he promised. He's performing his ability. He's performing his talents. He's performing his creative work. God is just performing. That's just the way it is. That's who we are. So so it isn't just us. It's the creation around us. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof. Let the field be joyful and all that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice. It doesn't matter. That's just the way it is. It's just part of God's grand performance. That's who he is. That's what he is. We get to observe and we can either try and build our little kingdom in the midst of God's kingdom or we can begin, begin to declare God's greatness. We can begin to declare God's providence, God's power, and God's performance. We've got to pick what we promote. It's either going to be our kingdom or it's his kingdom. It's going to be our life or what he's done in our lives. It's what God can do or it's what we can do. We've got to pick what we're going to promote. But this morning I've come to promote the king of kings and the Lord of lords. I've come to promote a God that can turn it around. I've come to promote that God's ability is greater than your greatest challenge right now. I've come to promote the power of the blood is able to wash every sin. I've come to promote that he's a restorer of the backslider. I've come to promote. It's just the way it is. It's just his performance. Colossians said, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things, someone say all, were created by him and for him. This is not our performance. Whatever ability you've honed, you've only got it because God gave it to you. As good as you can get, it isn't a promotion of you. It's a promotion of the God that created you. Whatever, come on, whatever ability you can promote, it isn't your ability. You may be able to practice. You may be able to hone it a little bit. But can I just let somebody know that you've only got it because God gave it. You're just part of his presentation. You're part of his performance. And we choose whether we're in order or we choose whether we are out of order. Ah, our Father which art in heaven, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. God, let your performance be on display in my life today. You may have some favorite entertainers. We all probably have some things that pique our interest and grab our attention. But never forget that God is the one that share, he shares his glory with no other. He sits alone on his throne. 
Everyone else who attempts to entertain and gain attention and approval for themselves is out of order. This is God's divine act that we all get to be a part of. October 11, 1971, little Jack slipped onto the stage. But never forget that it was God's mercy that got us to where we are. It was only God's grace, it was only God's healing that kept us. We're in the room this morning, you all look pretty good. No filter, hashtag no filter. You look marvelous this morning from the balcony to the back doors. You look great today, but it's only because of a great God. You see that? That's what changed in the worship service this morning. From music to ministry. When it became about him. It's not just a performance. It's just his performance today. And in order for it to be just God's performance, we have got to get in the right position. We weren't created or intended to be a performer. We were created and intended to be a promoter. We were created to be praisers. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. We were created to be blessers. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Praisers. Any praisers in the room? <laughs> Come on. Come on, it's just a performance today. It's a performance of God's grace. That's just the way it is. It's, it's just a performance of God's ability. God's not just creative. He is the creator. He's not just impressive. He is the impresser. He is not just a blessing. He is the blesser. That's who God is. That's what he is. This is his show. We get to be a part of it. And our job, our duty, is to promote what, why? Because God doesn't want to limit what he does to us. God wants to open the door to everybody of his ability. God wants to open the platform, the stage. He wants the light to shine, not just here in the room, but out into the darkness. God wants this glorious light to shine into the midst of humanity that's in the middle, middle of the mess we just talked about a few moments ago. And let me tell you what will happen. If we'll let this become more than our performance, if we let this be God's performance. You want to see what God can do? Start promoting God and watch what happens. Come on, someone just slip into your God-given role of promotion this morning. Someone just promote God's ability. I believe God would desire to perform some powerful promises here today if we'll just let him work. God isn't going to share his glory with anybody. It's a solo act this morning. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is. Not two, not three or trinity. It's just God at work. There's no, there's no second takes. There's no practice runs. There was no rehearsal. No rehearsal was required. It's, it's just a performance. It's just God's work. History really is his story today. We can come back to the music, and if you want to play that whole song set again, Kath, I'm fine with it. 
is just a performance. History is really just his story. In Genesis, Jesus is the seed of the woman. In Exodus, he's the Passover lamb. Why? Because it's his, it's his performance. He's the Passover lamb. In Leviticus, he's the high priest making intercession. In Numbers, he's the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. In Deuteronomy, he's the prophet like unto Moses. In Joshua, he's commander of the Lord's army. In Judges, he's the judge and the law giver. In Ruth, he's the kingsman, redeemer. In First and Second Samuel, he's the seed of David. In Kings and Chronicles, he's the reigning king. In Ezra, he is the faithful scribe. In Nehemiah, he is the rebuilder of everything that is broken. In Esther, he's our Mordecai, our advocate. In Job, he is our ever-living redeemer. In Psalms, he is our shepherd. In Proverbs, he's our wisdom. In Ecclesiastes, he is our meaning for life. In the Song of Solomon, he is the loving bridegroom. Say amen, Justin. In Isaiah, he is the prince of peace. In Jeremiah, in Lamentations, he is the weeping prophet. In Ezekiel, he's the wheel in the middle of the wheel. In Daniel, he's the fourth man in the fiery furnace. In Hosea, he's the faithful husband that doesn't give up. He just goes and reaches and buys and purchases and loves again and again and again. Why? It's part of his performance. That's just who God is. That's just how God works. Somebody in the room today, you're distanced, but God is calling you to come a little closer because it's his performance today. He wants you to be a part of his great powerful plan of redemption it's just the way it is and Joel he's the I feel the Holy Ghost right now come on somebody receive receive Someone just lift your voice for a moment. Come on, while intercessors are interceding, would you, come on, would you let God speak? Holy Ghost, help us this morning. God, restore, reach in, restore. God, create, create in me a clean heart. God, renew a right spirit. That's who you are. That's your ability. Ya lo mo reke, ya lo 
Come on, no matter how far apart you feel like what you would desire God would have you become. God's saying he wants to fix it. God wants to restore it. God wants to turn it. And Joel, he's the outpour of the Holy Spirit. Amos, he's the burden bearer. Obadiah, he's the judge and savior. Jonah, he is the backslider's restorer. And Micah, he's the ruler from the world, of the world from Bethlehem. And Nahum, he is our stronghold. And Habakkuk, he is the watchman. And Zephaniah, he is mighty to save. And Haggai, he is the restorer. You see, no matter what the stage is, God steps on it. It's his performance. And Haggai, he restores. And Zechariah, he's the branch of David, the one pierced for us. And Malachi, he's the son of righteousness, rising with healing in his wings. In Matthew, he's the king of the Jews. Mark, he's the servant, miracle worker. And Luke, he's the baby in the manger. And John, he's the living word. In Acts, he's the Holy Ghost poured out. In Romans, he's the justifier. First and second Corinthians, he is the resurrection. Uh, he's the comfort. In Galatians, he's liberty. In Ephesians, the head of the church. Philippians, joy. Colossians, completeness. First and second Thessalonians, the coming king. First and second Timothy, he is the mediator. In Philemon, he's our benefactor. In Titus, he's the blessed hope. And in Hebrews, he is our perfection. In James, he is the power behind our faith. In first and second Peter, he's the chief shepherd and the chief cornerstone. In first, second, and third John, he is our truth and everlasting life. In Jude, he is the foundation of our faith, our security. In Revelation, he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. No matter where you are, where you find yourself in history it's still his story he's there stepping on the stage reaching turning helping healing humanity that's just the way God is it's his performance that's what God does standing with me this morning he is the first and the last the beginning and the end he is the keeper of creation and the creator of all he is the architect of the universe and the manager of our simple single lives he is risen with all power in his hands he always was he always is and he always will be unmoved unchanged undefeated but never undone he was bruised for our iniquity come on he was bruised but he brought healing he was pierced but he eased pain he was persecuted but brought our freedom bought our freedom he was dead and brought life the world doesn't understand it they can't why because they're so used to the inaccurate fallible entertainment but when God steps on the scene the miracle comes in the middle of the mess and he turns it around that is the God that we serve this morning he is he's redeemer he's savior He's restorer. I've got more, but let me leave you with this verse. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Huh. You are the greatest part of God's performance this morning. You are. And what God is beginning, 
what he began in song service in somebody. What he, what he began just a few moments ago as we were preaching and the Holy Ghost just kind of. What God is beginning, he doesn't start it and not stop it. Read through the book from Genesis, from the fallen creation until Revelation, the very end. God doesn't slip off. He doesn't abandon the performance. He's there until the curtain call. He's there until the very end. He's there, and while he's there, he's waiting for somebody to let him finish the performance he's begun in you. Being confident of this very thing that he which began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He's not quitting. He's continuing the work. The performance is going to be finished. It's just a performance. What if this morning God is beginning? He's calling somebody to repentance. He's calling someone to turn around. He's calling somebody out of the, the trap, the lifestyle, the, the, the failure that you're in right now. God is calling you out. He wants you. He wants to perform the work in you this morning. It's just a performance. It's, it's not anything you lack. It's not, it, it, you know, we, we look at, at sin. It's what we've done wrong, but, but it's who we are as humanity. God said, I want to correct it. I want to turn it. And our responsibility today is just to repent. And that opens the door for God to do the work this morning. It's repentance. It's the first part of his master performance in your life. He which hath begun. The beginning is right here. It's the call to repentance. I'm going to ask if every person in the room would bow your head this morning. Because God is looking for repentance heart. Repentant hearts. He's looking for someone who hasn't hasn't given up. The hope came in the room this morning. And repentance is a turnabout. Why do you want to continue in the way that you're in if it only leads to that? The mess that, that you feel, the hurt that's in your life right now. Why, why continue? Let God turn it around. Let your life become the great performance. It's just who he is. It's, it's just his performance in you. Repentance. Father, we approach your throne with great confidence today. None in us, but all in you. Because we know that you are the God of the great turnaround. God, you are the God that turns lives toward you. Your call comes. God comes to the prodigal in their wayward way. It comes to the, the backslider. It comes to the brokenhearted. It comes. It comes to turn. God, your call is that voice echoing into the darkness of somebody's spirit who's going so fast in the wrong direction. But this morning, you've arrested our attention. And God, you call for someone to come, to come back to your throne, to come back to your purpose, to come back to your plan. It's, it's just your performance, God. It's just the way that you work. I wonder if someone would mentally give assent to the Holy Ghost. If you would just allow God, if you just pray that prayer with me, God, turn my life around. God, every, every area, every direction that I'm going the wrong way in, God, turn my life around this morning. 
Come on, somebody pray it first. It's your prayer. Someone make it your prayer. Someone make it your prayer today. It's part of what God wants to do. There, there's a call in the Holy Ghost here this morning because he that begun, he's not stopping. He's calling. He's, he's continuing. He's reaching. He's loving. He, he's, not, he's not come to condemn us. He's, he's come to call us. Uh, would you rid this room of condemnation this morning? And would you replace it with your deep conviction? God, a conviction to follow hard after you. God, lead, ordain this moment. I, our baptismal tank is ready. That's, that's the next step of God's performance in your life. If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, I'll remind you there's no delayed baptisms in Scripture. That same day, this hour, that, that hour in Acts, when you read through, they, they saw the requirement for baptism and acted on the requirement. That's, that's why we've got a tank right here in the open. We've got rooms ready to change in and robes available you today. Why? Because baptism isn't a six-week course. It's a, it's a decision in a moment to give your life to God and watch what He does when He washes every sin away and you rise out of watery, a watery grave to walk in newness of life, a brand new life. It's, it's just His performance. God wants to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost this morning. No doubt in my mind. But it takes every one of us engaging in God's promise and realizing he that has begun is able to, someone say, perform. It's part of his promise and it's part of his performance. I want to linger in the presence of God for a moment, if you would.